A Woman's View with Amanda Dixon. A look at the news here at home and around the world, all from the perspective of women. Now, Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. Such a treat this holiday weekend to have three wonderful women with me. Angela Kroll is here, Director of Major Gifts and Corporate Sponsorships with Ballet West. Angela, how are you? It's so good. Thank you so much, Amanda. It's good to see you. Susan Spears is here, the CEO of the Utah Association of CPAs. Hello, Susan. Good morning to you all. And it's so good to have Kim Gardner with me, a teacher with 33 years experience in both elementary and middle schools and also the chairperson of the Colonial Heritage Festival. Kim, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me on, Amanda. It's always so good to see all of you. I have different things I want to talk about this weekend. And one of them was something I saw and a part of me was like, yes. So I have to find out what your reaction was when you read about how people are not posting as much on social media. Let me go find this article. It says lots of people log into social media, but fewer and fewer are actually posting. Here's the thing that 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 struck my eye. It says people say they feel they can't control the content. They have become more protective about sharing their lives. They also say the fun of social media has fizzled. So Angela, has the fun of social media fizzled for you or is it still where it was a few years ago? Oh no, I feel like it definitely has. When I read the article, it really felt like it just captured perfectly the way I've felt about social media for the last maybe two years where I've definitely posted very few. I can probably have, I don't know, I think I maybe have 20 posts on social media over the last two years and they're all of just my kids and my dogs. Uh, I'm with you. I, I think that we're in a, a change. Although when I talk to, to, you know, to some experts on this topic, they'll say social media is here to stay. You can complain all you want, but this is, this is just the way it is. But I wonder, maybe it will always be here, but it will change because I feel that sort of meh response from more and more people. What do you think, Kim? You know, I, I loved posting and I love to see what family and friends are doing. That's why I get on. But I'm just so sick of the trolls that are on there for the sole purpose of just putting nasty things on there or, or causing conflict. That's that's their sole purpose on there is to cause, you know, conflict between people. And I'm just not into that. And it just makes me mad. And that's what they want. And so I, I tend to be a little bit more careful than I used to be. Yeah, I, the, the troll, I mean, you can only, you know, delete so many people from your page before you think I'm deleting everyone. That's not right. Oh my goodness, that's interesting. All right, Susan, what do you what do you think about social media and its and its future too? If you have any thoughts. Well, you, you know, I do agree that it, it's here to stay, but I think that it's certainly evolving into something different. I think that it's created a more chaotic world. A more hateful might be a strong word, but I think it's created a more hateful world because people are hiding behind their boxes, if you will. And so they'll say things that they might not say to your face and think that they can get away with it. So, you know, I tend to be the same way. It's like, yeah, it was it was fun in the beginning, but you know what? I would much rather have a face-to-face -face conversation over lunch or over the phone or something else to catch up with somebody. Yeah. You know, I read this interesting book over the holiday. It is the biography of Elon Musk written by Walter Isaacson. And one of the things he talks about is the way that he insisted when he bought Twitter 
on everyone coming back to the office. And this was a workforce that had for years been largely uh, a work from home workforce. But his his absolute inflexibility on this point was based on his belief that productivity and creativity can only happen at this high level if people are face to face, which reminds me of what Natalie Gochner said when she said, we, you know, we don't get together in person at our own peril, that we risk real loss on, on levels we can't even define. What do you make of that, Susan? Do you think that there's something to be said that social media has taken us away a little bit from this core importance of being physically together? Yes, I think so. While, while you were talking about Elon Musk, the thought came to mind. If we think about a lot of our tech giants, I mean, Bill Gates, um, some of these others, they often will talk about how they do not let their own kids get on social media or use Twitter or the computer and all that. And and I think that that's very telling. And and I remember when Natalie Gochner made those statements. I I, I think that they're really onto something. You know, when we can collaborate, talk back and forth, we're able to move up to a higher economic platform of conversation, if you will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you make of that thought, Kim? I think people have lost the ability to communicate in, in some sense because of social media. I think even when we get together as, as families, it's it's kind of funny. You look around and everybody's got their face in their phone, but but yet we're in the same room. And what is that? Why are we not talking with each other face to face? I I'm I'm guilty too, so I can't I can't say anything against other people that do that. But I I see it. Yeah, and I certainly see it with students. Oh my gosh. With students, <laughs> yes, for sure. You're so right about that, Angela. Angela, how do you see? The, those comments about the big picture of our lack of connection because of social media. Well, I feel like you even look at the content that's on social media now and the interactions, it really is um, evoking kind of a lack of empathy. And I think that lack of personal connection is really causing this loss of empathy. And it really is changing just the whole course of conversation and dialogue you know, on a national global level. And I really see that that really is impacting our youth and it's really unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like they, they, we talked all the time about how social media is supposed to give us connection and yet it's mm -hmm. robbed us of our connection. So maybe it, will somebody change the, the social media concept in such a way that it might actually live up to the promise, I wonder? Well, I, th I think it's interesting that we see with all this social media, the percentage of people that are lonely has increased substantially. Yes. Isn't that something? And that it's happened during the exact same time. What were you going to say, Angela? Well, I was I was going to talk about maybe the monetization that models that they have on social media. And really, it's it's rewarding those that are most provocative, those that are pushing these boundaries and for no reason other than just to be provocative to make money because that's going to get the highest engagement. And so I, I think unless we change that model and kind of go back to really, you know, vintage Instagram or whatever, we're not really going to find this like rewarding connection that we used to have where we could keep track of people's lives. That is so interesting. I, that's a very good point. Let, let me take a brief break and I'll be back with my wonderful guest this week on A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. Don't go away.